Star Off the Page presents Waiting for Jensen by Deborah Wade. In the dark, a clock is ticking. As the lights come up, the ticking clock grows louder. A woman stands center stage, placing files marked confidential into a briefcase. She locks the briefcase with a massive combination lock. The ticking sound continues. She walks over to the mantle and turns a knob on a clock, and the ticking stops. Looking in the mirror, studying her reflection, she pantomimes, shaking hands. Hello, Agent Jensen. Agent Morris here. Everything is set. She practices a few more smiles. Agent Jensen? Yes, I've been expecting you. As you know, I'm Agent Morris, and I... The itinerary. She begins frantically searching through papers on the coffee table and bookshelf, and then finds what she is looking for on the mantle. She picks up the paper, which is marked confidential, in large red letters. She reads aloud from the paper. 9 a.m., Agent Coleman arrives. Listen for code knock. Two knocks, then one. Check for Eagle Crystal Identification Clearance. Preliminary security check. 9.10, Senior Agent Jensen arrives. Listen for security code knocks. Two knocks, three knocks, then one. After Jensen briefing, burn itinerary. She goes to the mantle to make sure there are matches. Several moments pass as she paces around the room, lights a cigarette, gazes out the window. There is a quiet knock on the door. She listens and puts her fingers up to count. There are two knocks, then one. She checks herself in the mirror, stubs out the cigarette, and hurries to the door. Standing in the doorway is a tall, good-looking young man in a leather jacket. They look at each other for a moment, and then he removes the eagle-shaped crystal from his coat and shows it to her. Good. Come in. Agent Coleman, correct? He motions to her not to speak. He steps into the room and begins methodically checking for listening devices. He checks every part of the room while Sylvia stands trying to appear professional. Okay. It looks clean. Can I take your coat? No, that's not necessary. Jensen may want us to move to another location as soon as he arrives. Of course. Would you like coffee or anything to drink? No. Thank you. They stand not speaking and a bit uncomfortable for a few moments. I imagine Jensen is always punctual for these meetings. Yes, he is. He studies her for a moment and looks away. What is it? Well, it's nothing, but... What? Have you been thoroughly briefed on the assignment? Completely? Everything? Yes, I have. I can assure you that I am ready for this detail. But we shouldn't be discussing any of this until Jensen arrives, right? Yes, that's correct. But you have been assessed on the biological threat as well, I assume. Biological? Well, I've heard different scenarios, of course. The details are vague. But isn't that the purpose of our meeting with Jensen? It is. But this is a high-risk operation, and there will be casualties. You have heard about the Delaney factor. Well, yes. Delaney is an agent that went missing in the T-7 region last year during a mission-critical debriefing. Partly true. Partly? He didn't exactly go missing. Our people were involved. He was... He was... Coleman stops speaking mid-sentence. Sylvia looks at him, waiting for him to continue. He looks at her as though he will speak and then stops. Sylvia starts to speak but doesn't. They exchange a frustrated glance and look away. 
They stand in awkward silence for several moments. Sylvia sits on the couch. After a moment, Coleman joins her. They turn and look at each other, anticipating the other speaking. The silence continues. Sylvia stands abruptly. I knew it. He's given up. (sighs) Coleman sits up very straight. She turns to look at him, waiting. He looks at her, tries to speak. He tries again, but says nothing. Lowers his head, dejected. Oh, yeah. This is it. He's given up. He has definitely given up. Just great. Maybe he's on a coffee break or pacing the room. Coffee? (laughs) Pacing? Before Jensen has arrived? No. No, I know this guy. He's quit. Coward! Coward! Ugh, you were about to tell me that Delaney was killed, weren't you? I think so. Yeah, I think you were. Killed by our own people in the T7 region. Maybe he's searching for the right word. No. No, this is just like before. One of his first novels. Oh, I knew my character was destined for literary fame. Truly memorable. And do you know what he did? Um... Zip! uh, Rip! He tore up the story. No! Oh, yes! Oh, and it was a great story, too. Sensational beginning. I was a young, beautiful blonde on a train heading through Paris. He has an absolute fixation on Paris. Uses it in all of his stories. Anyway, I'm on this train, and a rich banker on board is murdered. Shortly after... The train derails, and of course I survive the crash. I begin piecing together the details and discover the murderer, a spy posing as a conductor who now is trying to kill me. And that was just the first chapter. It had such promise, and he ripped it up. Well, has he ever finished anything? Finished anything? He's been on the bestseller list four times. That's why I felt for sure this would be my big break. Until now, I've had small parts. I was a maid in his first bestseller, Blood Streak. I witnessed a murder and screamed with terror. A small part, but there were a lot of references throughout the book to my police statement. It was on the bestseller list for six months. Sylvia collapses in defeat on the couch. Wow. Yeah, this was it. I could feel it. I mean to start off as a leading character. Did you notice everything was being written from my perspective? This was it. They sit in silence. This was my first real character. I'd been a character sketch, but that's it. I was... Well, I was looking forward to this plot. I mean, so far, this chapter was... Neat. Oh, don't worry about dialogue. It takes a long time. Sophisticated banter between two characters? That comes from hours of rewrites. Yeah? You've only been a character sketch before? I have to say, I was impressed. The way you embodied a fully developed agent, taking charge, you were full of intrigue. Really? You felt like I was in charge? Absolutely. I was probably going to get taken out after the first chapter, but it was exciting. If we could have met with Jensen, well, that would have been, um, uh, what's the word? Fantastic. I think he had big plans for your character. I actually shivered the way you talked about the biological threat. You did? Yes. You were professional. You checked this room for listening devices, and you knew exactly what you were doing. He wouldn't waste that on a character sketch. Well, how about you? You probably already knew what had happened to Delaney. 
Oh, I don't think so. Oh, you were smart. You wanted to wait and not discuss anything until Jensen arrived. But you were trying to help me, warn me. I did want to protect you, keep you safe. I sensed that right away. They look at each other for a long moment, unable to look away. Finally, they look away, and another awkward silence follows. Dialogue can be tough, even when you've been through a couple of stories, or or even novels. Yeah. Somehow, if I were with you, I think I could hold my own in a meeting with Jensen. Thank you. That's nice of you. It's so late. I guess we're stranded here. But what of you? He certainly knows how to pick a setting. They stand looking out the window. I don't suppose you have any more of those cigarettes you were smoking before I got here? Oh, yeah. I don't smoke, but my character does. <laughs> he had an idea for a story on a train. Yeah, <laughs> well, this guy was sitting in the bar chain-smoking, and I was the guy, or the sketch of the guy, who smoked and drank scotch after scotch as he stared broodingly out the window. <laughs> I got hooked on the smoking part. Sounds familiar. Oh, here they are, and... Oh, look. These are the matches I would have used to burn the itinerary. Mm. Oh, well. Maybe next book. They smile at each other. Suddenly, there are two quiet knocks on the door. Then three knocks. Then one. Sylvia and Coleman look at each other. Jensen? Jensen? End of play. You've been listening to Dan Wilson, Diana Brown, and Jennifer Jodge in Waiting for Jensen, written and directed by Deborah Wade. Theme by Steve Kahn. Radio Star Off the Page is a Cassandra's Call production. 